And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's Marvelous, Monumental, Most Fascinating, Massively Mind-Bending Monday as we join our hearts and minds as one to draw closer to the King of Kings and glorify his name. First, when people stand against us because of our affiliation with Jesus, when people mock us because of our connection to our King They will often get the first laugh, but not the last laugh. The truth is that the enemies of God and the enemies of God's people will be humiliated. And the people who pretend to know God but mock his followers, they will also get their just desserts in his time. Next, the king has no clothes. Never heard that story? The king has no clothes. I mean, seriously. Corn pop, seriously. There comes a point when people, like the media, will just tell everyone how good one thing is and how bad another is. But God gave you and me a brain. Gave you a brain? He gave me a brain. I'm glad. And it doesn't take too much to figure out that these promoters of biblical evil are full of Well, let's just say hot air and leave it there. And finally, a faithful man is hard to find. A faithful woman is hard to find. Not many in most leadership roles are faithful. So how can we spot a faithful person? Is it because of what they wear? No chance. Is it because of what they say? Sometimes. But mostly it's because they do one thing above all else. They fear God. And it shows in what they do, what they say, and how they breathe. And you know what? We can tell. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Spiritual observations, my life's insanities and oive, so much more. Hey, hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, live during the show. Very simple, okay? During the show. In fact, I just got an email about our brochures. They're on the way. Uh, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Not Captain Marvel at hemustincrease.org. David at he must increase.org. You can text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us live during the show, 972-445-0770. I'll say that slower because I say it too fast, so I'll try and do it slower. Ready? 972 972- Four four five zero seven seven zero. 
only once more, but really fast. 972 All right, bottom line is you can call during the show. Now, here's the thing about calling during the show. I want to make sure you understand this, okay? All right, get this. When you call during the show, you will talk to Captain Chris. You know, you know what that's like? You know what that's like? That's like getting whatever's behind curtain number three. And then you will be... That's a good one. <laughs> Curtain number three. Pick one. Pick one. Pick two. Take what's under the box. Okay. Uh, bottom line is if you have a uh, prayer request or a praise report or you want to just share something or you got a question, you got some things rolling around in your heart and mind you just want to share, we'll give you that opportunity. We want you to be able to do that. In doing that, we join together as a community, as a Christian fellowship. We're not your church, but we're a fellowship, and we want to be strengthening and blessing and encouraging one another. It's not a kvetch fest, okay? Use Thanksgiving dinner for that. That's not what this is for. It is to encourage and strengthen one another as we see the day approaching, and it is approaching quickly. So with all of that going on, we also give you the opportunity to answer trivia. So here will be your first trivia question. According to Genesis, who gave names to the animals? According to Genesis, who gave names to the animals? If you think you know, you can call in 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Additionally, by the way, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.com. Org. We will, so for those that are wondering, do our DNA later on in the show. Number two, it is never inappropriate to call and ask questions. You're thinking, well, Dave had something planned to teach. It's like, I don't care. I'm not that smart. I'd rather just talk about the Lord. So it doesn't really matter. So never worry about that. I love stuff like that, by the way. Makes my preparation a lot easier for the future. <laughs> Just because then I just have to repeat it. Uh, all that, all that. Uh, we got our trivia question. Somebody ready to answer already? Boy, no space here today. Let's do it. This is David. Who am I talking to? David Spoon. This is Paul Bolts. How are you, brother? Oh, fantastic, brother. How are you doing? I'll tell you what. I'm beyond blessed. I love it. I love it. You are a blessing <laughs> to hear from. I love it, love it, love it. All right. Thank so, you, thank you. All right. Hope you had a good weekend, by the way. I hope it was good for you. Oh, I got a testimony for you, so yeah, it was a good one. All right, you want to answer the trivia or do the testimony first? Up to you. Let's go with the trivia. Okay, let's do the trivia. I don't think it's a real hard one, but it's still a good one. According to Genesis, who gave the names to the animals? That would be Mr. Adam. That is correct, sir! (laughs) Wait, I got to say, that's the first time I've heard him referred to as Mr. Adam. I like that. (laughs) That's a good one. I don't know what his last name. I don't yeah. know what his last name was. So yeah, Mister Adam to you, ma'am. That's good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, go ahead and share. I guess we could address Eve as Mrs. Adam Eve. Yeah, Mrs. <laughs> or Mrs. Eve Adam. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> something of that nature. So listen, uh, you know, I shared a testimony with testimony with you. I guess a month or so ago about. My brother from another mother, he had stopped drinking alcohol after years of uh, abuse. And 
He's devoted his life to the Lord, and this Sunday, yesterday, not only him, but my older brother, who was a best friend of his for years who struggled with alcoholism, they both got baptized yesterday. Wow, that is amazing. That yes, is amazing. Is it just blowing your mind? Is that is awesome. I, I can't stop, but I can't help but think of a sentence that I've read oftentimes in the scriptures that says, and they were all astonished and amazed. Yes. And yes. that's what's happening because the people like on my Facebook page and our friends and family, they're like, that's incredible. We never expected to ever see that from them. Wow, that is a fantastic Ugh. testimony. Absolutely awesome. You know what's so cool about that is yeah. that's, that's the great part about about genuine Christianity. It's uh, not always based on this kind of program or a plan or we're going to do it this way. It's just the outliving of what the Lord is doing in people's lives through the redeeming work of Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. And look, these guys got baptized. Now other people are like going, wow. The, that's the yeah. testimony right there. Awesome. That is a witness. It's a testimony. It's a, an evidence of God alive in our lives and working every day. He is doing something in the world today. I read in a Habakkuk chapter 1, it says that where God's doing such a great thing, if we would just open our eyes and look around, he's doing such a great thing in the world today that we wouldn't even believe it if he showed it to us. That is so true. Oh, my goodness, brother. That that testimony is so true. If the Lord told you and I what he was going to do, we'd all go, nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> not, that's how we are. It's like we wouldn't even believe it. It's like that's why people are like, oh, give me a sign. It's like the Lord's like, if I gave you a sign, you wouldn't think it's from me yeah. anyway. You'd ask for a sign to confirm the sign to confirm the sign because you don't believe <laughs> that either <laughs> so true exactly. exactly hey brother i love you man hey listen if you want to see those baptisms i posted them on my breakfast page awesome great job that's awesome can tell people where that page right, is can yeah. you do that what's that page um tell people it's i don't even know how to find it it's just a it's just called breakfast on Facebook, and I don't. I try to search it, and I can't find it. So I don't really know how to find it. All right, Paul. They put but, in your name, though, right? Um. Yeah, I'm the I'm the administrator of it. So if you look under Paul Bolt, and you'll probably see me on there with my brothers, um, a picture of me, and and I'm I'm the administrator of that group. I'm connected to it, but I really don't know how to send a link <laughs> or anything like that to it. I don't. That's right. I just rely I, on the Lord. I love you because of that. Because I am also technologically going, huh? <laughs> what? What is that? I don't get it. I just had that happen over the weekend. I'm like, what is that? That's actually what I wrote somebody. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll do some investigating and see if I can't figure out how to share that. And I'll. And next time I call you, maybe I'll be able. You to. got it. Absolutely fantastic. Great testimony. Good job on answering the trivia question. Excellent call. We love you in the Lord. We'll keep praying for you and your family. Go, go, go in the Lord. Great job. Thank you. God bless you, brother. All right. You too. Okay. How awesome. I love it. But what about this? Oh, come on. This, this is what Acts is all about. This is what the book of Acts is. This is what it is. Pray all the time for us to be a, a, a spiritual community, a spiritual family, and a spiritual fellowship. It's like, that's what it is. Okay, we'll take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
What is the David Spoon experience? She thought he was a gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you've put him, and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. <laughs> you think three words. Come on, Dave. Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which is Hebrew for teacher, or it doesn't matter if your translation says master, rabbi, it doesn't matter. She said, Mary. She, she responded, master, Lord. You see, the resurrected Jesus Christ speaks the name of his sheep. And Jesus knows your name. My sheep, Jesus said, know my voice. And they hear me. And you were going along in your journey. Maybe you were young and you were in church. Maybe you were young and somebody brought it to you. Maybe you were in middle, the middle part of your life. Maybe in the later part of your life. But at some point... Jesus said your name. He said, David, Tierra, Tiffany, Noel, Joshua, Ashley. At some point, he called your name. The risen Messiah spoke your name to you. You know what? That's when you said, yes, Lord. Yes, Master. Yes, Rabboni. It's the most powerful moment because it's the moment that the divine Messiah speaks to you and pulls you from one kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, into another kingdom, the kingdom of light. It is the moment that changed everything. And uh, Billy Graham had a really good piece on it. Said Some people can really define that moment. Some people can't. Doesn't matter. It happened for those that, well, it's kind of like a metamorphosis, but it happened. And in the economy of God, it happens more specifically. And maybe the person doesn't know the date. I know my date, but maybe the person doesn't know the date they said yes to Jesus. But there was a moment where Jesus called your name and you said yes. And that was the beginning of your understanding of his depth of love. If Jesus Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Two fantastic calls uh, that we've had so far. The, Adam, the answer was Adam. That is correct in regards to what the trivia was. So Mr. Adam, though, is the new line. All right, we have uh, Samson calling in. We want to give him a chance. Let's go. This is David. How's my brother? Hey, good. Hey, I have a prayer request. Sure. Uh, somebody refer me to their friend for a job opportunity. So I would like you and the audience to pray that I will find a favor so I could get that job. 
You got it. Okay, let's let's pray because we've got a couple things we want to pray about, so that's actually pretty good. So join with me. Stay okay. on the line. Stay with me. We're going to pray for you right now. Sure. Okay. First, first and foremost, Lord, we come before you. We thank you and praise you for everything because you are the king. You are in charge, and we just worship you and praise you and acknowledge you. Whether things happen the way we think they should or shouldn't, that doesn't matter. What matters is you're in charge, and we know it. And we justify and acknowledge you, not justify ourselves. And we thank you, and we just praise you for our brother, Samson. We ask you in the name of Jesus that you would give him this spring of hope. And he's got this referral opportunity. He's got a job, possible job opportunity. And we are asking, Lord God, for favor. And if anything happens where it doesn't come about, bring something so soon that right after that he would be like, oh, this one's better. But, Lord, give him this opportunity. He wants to work. He wants to be doing things. He wants to set his hands to things. He wants to be useful. He wants to be helping and furthering the kingdom of God. Give him the opportunity to do these things before you with a a right heart, a soft heart, a yielded heart before you reward and bless his attitude about it. Let him have thanks and praise on his lips. Let him be immovable in his faith, trusting that you are active in his life, even though he doesn't understand it. You're active in his life. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay? Amen and right. amen. We're going to pray for other people in the next segment, but but uh, I just want you to know something, brother. The Lord loves you. He's not, this is not, this Thanks. this difficult time that you're going through, this isn't because he doesn't love you. This is part of that being, remember a long time ago you said, I just want to be like you, Jesus, and you said that? Yes. <laughs> and that's part of this, and so you just got to go, okay, I didn't know the lesson would be like this, but okay, and it is. And so you just got to believe and trust, and he will help you, he will help you prevail stand in that faith and stand in that love that he has for you okay good well i mean i i've been pondering on my situation it seems like i'm like a uh king jehoshaphat like it seems like everything is against me only the god is the only hope (laughs) i feel like and i know he will never fail me that's right you know what's so funny about that is the apostle paul said we had the answer of death if we trusted in ourselves. I mean, there's this point where you just go, you know what? I'm not even, you know what? You handle this. I'm done. <laughs> it's just like, mm-hmm. you just got to just go, yeah, forget it. Okay, handle, let me know. I'm right here. I'm gonna just call my name. I'll respond. I'll get up and respond. Sometimes the Lord does it to such a degree that there's nothing else you can do but exactly what Jehoshaphat did and said, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are upon you. And that's yes. all you can do. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. I have a quick uh, trivia question for you. Uh-oh. While I missed it. <laughs> okay, now, no guarantees tell, I'll get me, it right. Tell me the, uh, n- the name of the people that learned the mathematics. The name of the people that what? That they learn a mathematics from, from God. Uh, the, well, the only thing I can think of is the book in Numbers is all I can think of. It would be the first thing I would No, there with. are two main characters that they learn mathematics from God and who directly. Would, who would that be? Yes. Who would that be? Adam and are Eve? They, Adam, Adam and Eve because they were told to multiply? Yes, be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> 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 oh, no, 
gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got it, brother. <laughs> oh, I love you, brother. Now you're a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Oh, I love you, brother. <laughs> Thank you for praying and encouraging me and the uh, hundreds of other people through your ministry. You got Thank it. Thank you. All right. God bless you. God bless you, too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's do our trivia question. <laughs> Uh, hold on. Deb just sent something from Paul. It says something about Day Spring Church, uh, water baptism, celebration. So I think in Facebook, if those people that are looking for it, it's under Day Spring. It's under the morning thing. Paul Bolt is P A U L. If you can't figure that out, I'm not helping you. A uh, Bolt. I uh, think of the movie B O L T, right? And then uh, this this was from the Day Spring Church. So if you type in Paul Bolt and then Day Spring Church, you're gonna find something. Right, that's from uh, Deb. She said it's a video. Good job, Deb. See that—that's what you do. You help one another out. You coordinate with one another. We still have a trivia question, and that's right. I still have a joke or two, so just slow down. And yes, we're going to get to the teaching. Here is your trivia question: What is the meaning of the name Salome, but it's actually also pronounced Shalom? What does that name mean? Think about it. Shalom or shalom. Okay, 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 okay. If you think you know the answer, oh, Joy Ann and Cordelia. Now waiting one second. I didn't get to finish. 972-445-0770. Uh, that's the number to call. Also, you can text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david at he must increase dot org. I will say that uh, Susie did a good job on that Adam thing. I don't know if I got that to her or not, but she did a good job, so I wanted to just acknowledge it. Our time is tight. Somebody's calling in. <laughs> I'm going to get to these teachings. I'm just telling you, I want to do this thing on this corn pop thing. I'm doing it one way or another. So, But we do have somebody that's ready to answer the question. We want to give them that opportunity because that's what fellowship is. Uh, ready? Okay, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, uh, David, this is Brother Ace. Hey, Brother Ace. Oh, my goodness. I was just praying for you the other day. How you doing? Hey. Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. Oh, Tuning man. In. I'm so glad this you called. Is awesome. yeah. Anyway, peace to you, my brother. A peace to you as well. And that would be the question then. What does salom or shalom mean? Peace. That is correct, sir! Peace! That's what it means. Everybody walk around with their two fingers up. You can just go, shalom. <laughs> and in Texas, you're supposed to say, shalom, y'all. <laughs> Peace to all, yeah. Good, goodwill to men on earth. Boy, I wish we could have that. Huh? Anyway. Hey, yeah. man. So huh? great to hear from you. Well, I'm just I'm fiddling around and uh, just uh, enjoying the rain today. Yeah. So uh, I enjoy all the other folks that are calling us, new folks uh, that haven't heard of before. So yeah, it's good yeah, to, good to have a uh, build up of new faith holders out there and people coming into the program. It's good. Yep, yep, that's it's great, isn't it? It's fun. It's so much fun to have people connecting this way. I just love it, and we're growing, and it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah, a great job teaching too. By the way, you and I agree. I think just really close line to everything. Yeah, you know, I told a friend a while ago, we're the temple of of God, and He dwells in us. And uh, anything that tries to destroy this temple, He'll destroy it. Yep, and, that's uh, right. I keep telling people, why don't you use those scriptures? Their power in your verse and your and your tongue, tongue is the power of death and life. Use it. 
Amen, brother. Amen. I love you, brother. I miss hearing from you. You got to call more. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay in touch, brother. We love you. Take care. All right. God bless you. All right, Brother Ace. All right. So uh, we're going to go a little long on this, and then we'll do the comedic stuff. See, I can wait on the comedic stuff. The one I can't wait on is history because those are specific day specific. You see how that works? Uh, I want to do this one little teaching because I want to get into the other part of the teaching, so we'll go a little long on this segment. Just bear with me. This is in Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 15. So the wall was finally finished just 52 days after we had begun. When our enemies and surrounding nations heard about it, they were frightened and humiliated. They realized that this work had been done with the help of God. I just want to say this, and it's not a long commentary, but it's something that everybody needs to be aware of. As the world attacks us as Christians because of our affiliation with Jesus Christ, and remember, Jesus didn't say they're going to attack you because you're super special. He said they're going to attack you because you're my disciples. Do you understand that difference? It's, even your persecution isn't because you're good. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's always based in the Lord. Just always remember that. But then what Nehemiah says is when the enemies heard about what was going on, they knew that God was helping them. They knew that God was helping the Israelites. Instead of repenting and acknowledging and yielding, which would have made a lot more sense to most people, they were frightened because they knew they were kind of on the wrong side of things. And people will stand against us simply because of our affiliation with Jesus. People will mock us because of our connection to Jesus Christ. And they're getting this big laugh, ah, dumb Christians. Then they start calling us names, saying things that aren't true, like they believe in a flat earth. No, we believe in Isaiah 40, 22, the circle of the earth, but that's only 700 years before science, so we won't talk about that. Bottom line is they'll mock us, they'll laugh at us, they'll, they'll uh, try to humiliate us. But the reality check is that people that pretend to know God and mock his followers, they're going to be frightened, and they're going to get the judgment that they've heaped upon themselves. And this is why Scripture says, and, and to my own fault, instead of saying, ha-ha, which is what I would say, we're supposed to pray for them, that God will have mercy on them. Because you want to know what? They are going to get judged. And it's not going to be pretty. And we're the ones who can intercede for them. And that's what Jesus did when they crucified him on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. And some of these people in the media and in entertainment and education and politicians, whatever, they mock Christians all the time. I got a message right. They don't even know what they're doing. That's how, that's how unbelievable it is. That's how much the warfare is. That's how high the warfare is. They're clueless. But you, as a Bible-believing, born-again Christian, you stay faithful to the Lord. Let them mock. In fact, Jesus called that a badge of honor. Blessed are you. Blessed are you if they do that towards you. Just look in the, look in the, in the Beatitudes. Be faithful, be diligent, but be merciful. Because they're going to get their rewards, and it's not going to be nice.
Okay. All right. We're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. So I punish myself. I go down to the jail of my soul. What is the David Spoon Experience? Now, if anybody gets offended at this, I apologize that you have no sense of humor. Okay. Uh, like that? That's a good line. <laughs> bam, bam. All right. Uh, here's the first one. A pastor was leaving his area and was saying farewell to his congregation at the church door for the last time. He shook the hand of an elderly lady as she walked out. She said, your successor won't be as good as you. Well, nonsense, said the pastor in a flattered tone. No, really, said the old lady. I've been here under five different ministers, and each new one has been worse than the last. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! But this one, this is the one that's going to offend people, which is irony, right? Because that's more offensive than this is, and this is just too— f- And if you guys get offended at this, I, you know, take a, take a week off the show. Uh, it seems there was a minister who had just all of his remaining teeth pulled and new dentures were being made. The first Sunday, he only preached 10 minutes. The second Sunday, he preached 20 minutes. But the third Sunday, he preached an hour and 25 minutes. When asked about this by some of the congregation, he responded this way. The first Sunday, my gums were so sore it hurt to talk. The second Sunday, my dentures were hurting a lot. The third Sunday, I accidentally grabbed my wife's dentures, and I couldn't stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) Who is David Spoon? We have on the line Tina from El Cajon. Tina, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing today? I am doing great. One, is this the first time you've heard the show? No, I listen to you every time I get into my car when I leave my job. Ah, awesome. Thank you very much. Is there anything that we can be praying for just to be in agreement with you regarding anything that the Lord's working on in you? Yeah, there okay. is. Okay, fire away. Um, first of all, I'd like to see my family's hearts turn. Second of all, I am not putting God first and... I'm not being obedient in certain ways. Let me sum it up a little bit. I have a boyfriend. Okay. I should answer it. So I really need prayer to get back on track with God. Okay. Let me pray with you, okay? Okay, All right, let's pray. Lord, we just come before you right now, and we lift up Tina to you, and we ask you right now in the name of Jesus that uh, first and foremost you would work on her family's hearts, that uh, there'd be a softening, and that there'd be a grace and a mercy given uh, to the family and uh, between the relationship that Tina has with the family, and we just pray that your mercy would prevail, and we just pray that you would encourage her. Instead of this being a discouragement, let this become an encouragement that she is a daughter of the Most High seeking out help from her Heavenly Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM. Amen, 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready for our next trivia question. Okay, now this is not that complex. 
but you have to think Old Testament, okay? Who renamed his son Benjamin after the death of the boy's mother? Who renamed his son Benjamin after the death of the boy's mother? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david at he must org. Again, Joy Ann and Cordelia striking the chord first. They are really, they are trivia champions. I mean, in just so many ways. Um, I also want to send you to the website, but there's a th- few things I got to tell you. So, okay, so just slow down, okay? All right. And then we got to pray, uh, give you an update on uh, Easton and baby Theo. Uh, so um, we've got the brochures. Those are being printed. I've kind of mentioned that before. We'll, we'll tell everybody when they arrive. We have new podcast outlets. So the David Smoot experience, uh, it takes a little time, but it's going to be, it is on actually, it is on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it's on Edify, we're going to be on one place, and then we're also going to be somewhere else, I mean some other place, oh like Alexa kind of thingy, and then you'll be able to say, Alexa, play the David Spooner, and then it'll come on there and that'll be on, so I'm just telling you that's going on, uh, there's a new link on the site with the company that we're working with, it's on the, the very last link, it, it, it contains... Uh, the last week's worth of podcasts on the website, directly on the website. So it's like they've integrated with our WordPress website and all the other stuff. So that's cool. And then all that, great to tell you, all that to tell you this. You don't give, we ain't going to be around. So we've done all that, and it's fantastic, but I don't want to go, isn't that great? Bye! And then you don't hear from us anymore. So if the Lord puts it on your heart, please do so. If not, don't worry about it. But we're gonna we're making it straightforward for you to kind of respond. Help us out. That'd be fantastic. Go to he must increase.org. Prayer request? He must increase.org. Praise report? He must increase.org. Looking to give to this ministry? He must increase.org. Confused by what's happening right now. He must increase.org. He must increase.org. Okay, symbol or smash ground, coyote smash ground? I think that was a jello mold. Okay, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> That's it, Grishira. That's it, I'm not talking. A jello mold? It could happen. There's always room for jello. All right, uh, trivia question one more time. I forgot what I asked. Uh, who renamed his son Benjamin after the death of the boy's mother? If you think you know, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. And then you can also send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. We're going to do our history. The most important thing for me to do on some of these is history because we those are day-specific. Okay, so I can do the jokes, I can do DNA and all that stuff, but I can always do those. I can't always do day specific history. Let's play history. Let's go Let's go 
All right, today's uh, history, it's World Penguin Day. If you're a Penguin fan, you're probably liking this day. It is the day to think about, you know, that, that it's World Penguin Day. Uh, It's National Zucchini Bread Day. I am a big fan. I like zucchini bread. Of course, I like any bread. That's a problem. But zucchini bread happens to be very good. Uh, National Hug a Plumber Day. You don't think much about it unless you need one. Then the plumbers are the best. Uh, National Crayola Day. And there's National Telephone Day. So I'm going to squeeze in this joke. <laughs> but, so not tell my others, but I'm going to squeeze in this joke. So uh, Noel and I, we were at this uh, uh, club. Okay, it was a comedy club. Relax. And we were at this comedy club. And this guy got there and did this routine. It was all right. It was mostly funny. But he did this whole thing. He goes, you know, the technology. He goes, it's unbelievable. It's just incredible. He goes, technology is way past us. He goes, I got this thing now. You look at your computer and you push this button. And then it's amazing. You touch this and it touches this and you push this and you put in some numbers. And he goes, and it's, I think it'll reach out to people. He goes, then, then those people will answer and you can dialogue with those people. He goes, it's like, it's like a telephone. I always thought that was one of the best jokes. Like the advanced technology, we've improved the telephone. Okay, that's good. Uh, also on this day, uh, Robinson Crusoe by Daniel Defoe was published in 1719. Uh, 1901, New York becomes the first United States to require automobile license plates. <laughs> really? That's so weird. Uh, also, again, on this day, 1953, the double helix structure of DNA is first described. And 1961, on this day, Robert Noyce is granted a patent for the integrated circuit. There you go. That's history. Plus, I, I got a joke in. That was pretty good, right? All right. Somebody ready to answer a trivia question? All right. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. It's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. Uh, did you have a good weekend? Yes, I did. I had a fantastic weekend. I really appreciate you asking me that. Yeah, it was really, really good. Busy, but good. And that's okay. I don't mind being busy as long as I'm enjoying it. That's okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. Here you go. Who renamed his son Benjamin after the death of the boy's mother? Well, I'm just thinking Jacob. That is correct. You are right. Jacob. So remember, Joseph was Benjamin's brother. Okay. So Jacob was the dad. And so she was named one thing and he's like, no, 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 no. And uh, she wasn't going to argue because she died, so that was the end of that. So, uh, so he his word stood, and he was named Benjamin. That's where it comes from. Excellent job. Did you oh, know, or were you just kind of right. like kind of hoping? Hey, David, I'm just wondering if you could uh, say a prayer for a friend of mine. Sure, absolutely. Who is it? Um, his name's Kevin, and he had cancer, and then he had a bone marrow transplant. And now he's got cancer again, and I was oh. wondering if he could pray for him and his wife. Yeah, let's do that right now, and uh, and for his wife, too. Is that what you want to pray for as well? Yes. Okay, let's do yes. that. Hang on the phone with me. Let's pray together. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you in the name of Jesus, and we just, we just praise you for so many things that you're doing in so many people's lives. We thank you that baby, baby Theo is doing so much better. That's just great blessing. And uh, we thank you for some of the strides that, that uh, little Easter has made and now we're asking for Kevin and his wife what a what a tough thing to go through the process and then have cancer come back and Lord this is this is the kind of thing only you can turn around in a life-changing way 
So we ask you, in the name of Jesus, to have mercy and grace in this situation and to allow Kevin to have hope and his wife to have hope and not to let fear seize them or paralyze their faith but that they can hang on and still believe and that you would do a miracle in their lives. I, I understand the doctors are a lot smarter than I am, and, you, Lord, you know everything. You're in control. But you can do anything, and it only takes a moment for a miracle. So we ask you to do that, and we surrender it to you, and we pray and praise you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 You and keep I'm us posted. And I'm glad to hear Easton's doing a lot better. Yeah, he had. I got to tell you, he did. It was amazing. He did something he's never done before. The uh, 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 Addie Bug and Isaiah Anthony came and brought in like a little stuffed animal, and Easton raised his hands above his head. And you got to remember how challenged he is. He raised his hands above his head, which rarely happens, and he started laughing profusely, and they have it on video, and they were so Aww. freaked out that they sent us the video. They said, well, you got to see this. you got to see this. I mean, they were all excited. That's how few activities he does, so whenever something happens like that, and then Julianne was like, you know, it, it helps me to know that in his heart he's got laughter, and he's, he's happy. And it's like, oh, that's, no that's a powerful, know. powerful thing, so... Great job. Great yes, call. Sir. Thank you so much, Deborah. Appreciate it so much. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. All right. God bless. Bye-bye. All right. So uh, I'm going to do this corn pop teaching. Oh, I'm doing it. But uh, we'll have to do it in, in the next segment. So we'll close this segment out with DNA because it just seems like it's an easy thing to do. Uh, don't forget about DNA and don't make fun of it in the capacity that we need to do it. I'm not saying it's not goofy. I think it's goofy too. But uh, do it. And that is D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily? Daily. Just like Captain Chris said, oh, I see, you're not doing it daily, are you? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Draw closer to the Lord daily. I don't care if it's two minutes, ten seconds, or two hours. Just do it daily. Get into the habit. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And A, always be ready to serve, To serve, which means that you're aware of what the Lord may want to do, and you're aware of other people because they matter to God. That's why, okay? All right, we'll take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Bibles are very cool looking. You can have them electronically. You can have them in your phone. You have them in your computer. There's tons of apps. There's also cool looking book Bibles. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. It's great. Here's the bottom line. All that's fancy and fantastic and useless if you don't read it and believe it and process it. For those that are trying to figure out, uh, first of all, well, why is it that the Bible is uh, its own unique enemy? What's the deal in that? Well, the same breath that went into creating Adam, which was creating creation of man, that same breath went into the Bible. 
And so 2 Timothy 3.16 says all Scripture is God-breathed. That's the breath of God. And the breath of God that went into Adam is the breath of God that goes into the book, which is why this is a unique book. And then people are get, they get really upset, and they go, well, hold on now. Hold on now, Dave. The, the, the problem there is, you know, that, that there's just so many people that have been a part of uh, writing the Bible. In fact, there's about 40 authors spanning about 3,000 years in all different types of positions in life. But here's the great thing about Christian faith. If you believe that God created the universe, you're going to step out on that big ledge and go, well, if he created the universe, he can probably write a book. Well, the amazing part about the book itself is not just the self-proclamations of the book, but you get into the prophecies, and it's an amazing, amazing element that every single prophecy has been fulfilled exactly, and yet there are some to come, and we will see those fulfilled. But while you're engaging in the Word of God, here's something you need to be aware of that Christians do not recognize, that that word where it says, for the Word of God is alive, is zone in the Greek. If we were doing a Greek word, that'd be zone. And that word means alive, to live. Jesus used that word in Revelation chapter 1, verse 18, where he says, Behold, I am alive, and I live forevermore. Same word. And the word of God is alive. And you think, well, this is just a book. It is just a book, except for when you're reading the word of God and the Holy Spirit connects you to the word of God, it becomes something altogether different. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Good show for a Monday. Love stuff like this. Okay, so we're going to do another thing about a name in Genesis. Okay, not difficult if you just listen to the question. According to Genesis, who was given a name which meant he would provide comfort for his father and for people. Who was given a name, very, very important person, who's given a name which meant that he would provide comfort for his father? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. Also, uh, you can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Here is your extra hint. His name also means rest. Ah! It's that one that people will get. A couple things to tell you. One, never worry about calling in or texting or something and getting the wrong answer. We don't care. This part of the whole part is to get there together. Number two, uh, uh, and I love I love Joanne and Cordelia. She's like, don't forgive me my typos. Really? <laughs> I have Grammarly for school. Just, I mean, I pay for the program just so I don't have to deal. I'm the worst. And voice recognition? Forget about it. What? Forget about it. It's terrible. Mine's terrible. Uh, again, who uh, in the Old Testament, who has a name uh, given that means rest? 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david, 
at hemusincrease.org. We'll do the short joke, not the long joke, before I get into the teaching, okay? <clears throat> I'll use the regular buzzer. Don't worry. <laughs> you better be fast on this one. Okay, the doctor tells the heart attack patient that he will die without a heart transplant, but two organs are available. Wow. The heart of a U.S. congressman and the heart of a pastor. I want the congressman's heart, the patient said. Why? The doctor asked. It's easy, the patient replies. Pastors are all bleeding hearts, whereas the congressman has probably never used his. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That'll fit right with what I'm talking about. Here is, uh, again, the trivia question, and then we're going right into the teaching. Uh, according to Genesis, who was given the name which means rest? Who was given the name that means rest? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. It can also mean comfort, by the way. 214 uh, If you're going to text, and David at he Here's the part I want to get to. I did the whole show just to get to this. It's amazing. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 17. During those 52 days, remember, we just talked about Nehemiah saying they realized that this work had been done with the help of our God. Okay? We talked about that earlier. Uh, verse 17 of Nehemiah 6. During those 52 days, many letters went back and forth between Tobiah and the officials of Judah. For many in Judah had sworn allegiance to him because of his father-in-law uh, and because he was the son of Jehohan and he was married to the, to the daughter son of Berkiah. They kept telling me what a wonderful man Tobiah was. Listen to that line. They kept telling me what a wonderful man Tobiah was, and they tell me everything, everything, and they would then told me everything I said or he said. And Tobiah sent many threatening letters to intimidate me. Now listen to this: they kept telling Nehemiah what a great guy this Tobiah was, but Tobiah kept sending these letters threatening him. So what is that? What is what is that? What is going on there? Uh, uh, yes, politics. Just deal with it. Here it is. They kept telling us he's such a great guy. And that great guy kept sending letters that were devastating and downward and insulting and trying to stop the work. Who in the world could you possibly think of that keeps telling you that somebody is really great when you know in your heart they're not that great? I just cannot get away from it, Corn Pop. It's impossible! Corn pop. Are you guys serious? You can't possibly be serious. What did he sugar smack somebody until he quisped and then quaked? I mean, you're killing me, right? That guy would be a lucky charm if that happened. Here's my bottom line to that, right? There comes a point where people like the media will tell you everything about how good something is or how bad something is, but God gave you a brain. And you're like, this that's not right. That's not appropriate. Oh, it's it's barbarianism not to teach kindergartners about sex. What are you idiots? Well, wait. Yes, they are. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, we want to talk to children about sex. We we have, there's a teacher that has actually suspended now that says the doctor once the baby is born guesses what the sex is. Just appoints a sex to whatever child. That's what that teacher is teaching children. What an idiot. If somebody said something like that to my grandchildren, you wouldn't have to worry about anything because I would help them meet Jesus in a close and personal way they never thought possible. 
I mean, you, you got to be kidding. And you can't sit there and stick your head in the sand when they're doing stuff. You got to go, no, no, no. I have a six-year-old granddaughter and a five-year-old grandson. Somebody says something to them about any of that realm, that'd be it, educator or not. I mean, you got to be kidding. And yet the press is like, oh, this is a good thing. No, it's not. It's a dark, demonic, evil thing. And these people make some kind of claim that they're connected to God. No, they're not. I got a book that can demonstrate without a doubt these people are liars. And Satan is the father of lies. It's like, uh, there you go. Done. Thank you. And I get a little tired of it. And look, I, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not overly political, am I? I mean, not on the show, am I? I'm not, okay, I have a lean. All right, that's true. I do have a lean. <laughs> Chris is just laughing. All right, I have a lean. But look, biblically, I don't need somebody to tell when they're lying through their teeth. It's like, you're, oh, this is terrible. This is a bad thing. What, telling a six-year-old's a good thing? You're talking to a six-year-old about sex? What is wrong with you? This is supposed to be innocence. This is supposed to be protection. Society is supposed to be taking care of these kids, not destroying them and indoctrinating them. And we need, and you're not going to change the press. The press is as demonic as it gets. We need to pray that God will bring a stop to it. You know, you don't rise up in violence or anything. That's the worst thing you could do. You pray that God changes the situation. What we really need is people that fear God to be in these positions. We need people who have a reverence for the Lord to be the communicators. That would be fantastic because then at least you get something that's remotely honest. And right now, as it stands, people are lying to us on a regular basis. I'm not, you think he's talking about the vaccine. No, I'm not. I'm talking about all the other stuff. Uh, in, in regards to most of the stuff that comes out from the press, if it doesn't cause a disaster, they don't report it. Right? How many stories have you heard? Hey, today was a great day. Everybody got along. People were nice on the traffic road. Uh, they were giving away free Sundays. And then on top of that, kids did really good in school. What was the last headline you heard like that? Never? Oh. Because if it bleeds, it leads. We know that. And what's wrong is, is how inappropriate all this stuff is. And what's worse is that Christians take it in by the pound. And they consume their minds with it. It's like, eh, don't do that. If you know they're lying, why are you why are you listening? <laughs> Wait, that's a good one, right? If you know they're lying, why are you listening? And why does the press, whether conservative or liberal, always report on the other press? Does anybody not understand narcissism? It's just like, wow, who's the news? The press is the news. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought that wasn't supposed to be the case. There is no fifth estate. That's ridiculous. That's long gone. There's no fourth. There's no third. There's no estate. <laughs> it's over. I just want the Lord to come back. That'll make it easier. <laughs> That's my attitude. Bottom line to that is, look, the king has no clothes. I mean, that's a whole story. It's a whole parable, right? The kid's the only one who goes, hey, I ain't wearing nothing. It's like, shh. Don't tell him that. What is the king, an idiot? <laughs> he doesn't know he's not wearing clothes. You're not wearing clothes, pal. I mean, this, come on. And then everybody around going, oh, it's so fantastic. Oh, it's perfect. No, it's not. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. Separate that from real 
biblical truth. Separate that from kingdom stuff. If you want to be involved in that, you can, as long as you don't let it warp your walk. Ooh, good line. Don't let it warp your walk, right? You're right. That's a bad idea. But be aware that people who are promoting other people and all these people who are like, they're all in one big thing called the world system, which is appealing to the flesh, directed by the worldly, and originated and infused by Satan and his demons. That's it. How hard is that? That's not that hard. Okay. Uh, corn pop. You like that? Corn pop's going to give a sugar smack? That's disgusting. <laughs> okay. It'll be crispy and quaky and... So, that's funny. At least we didn't drop in a Count Dr- Trocula, right? Yeah, that's life. Yeah. Oh, good one right there. That's a good one right there. And that's the total of it. <laughs> that's right. That's us. Leave us alone. Uh, according to Genesis, who was given a name which meant he would provide comfort for his father? The name meant rest. And that was the name of Noah. Noah. That's right. Noah meant rest or means rest okay all right fun show fun day monday we love it we hope you have a fantastic rest of this week as well you've been listening to the david spoon experience right here on kwam 770 the truth station here in texas 22 and a half hour break then we'll come back more insanity with spinanity talk to you then Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.